All right, guys, what's going on? We're back again going through this little podcast series, answering questions off of uh, our Instagram page at A1 Angler Development. Um, so we got Luke Malik, one of our club anglers, with us last year. He said, why don't you just talk about your Florida trip since you're down there fishing in Florida while everybody else is freezing in Michigan. So Hill Sunshine State. Uh, I'm going to do that. For those of you who don't know, I moved down here at the beginning of the year, January 1st. Um, fortunate enough to have a little family down here and able to move in for a couple months, kind of escape the cold, uh, see what you know Orlando area bass fishing is all about. And uh, hopefully, you know, I met, I met some young anglers that hopefully we're going to be working with in the future and really just expand my knowledge on the, the, the Florida fishing, you know, and I, I got a, a full fill of it, been out a lot on the water, fished a Toyota series event. And um, then I, you know, had, had Nick here come down for a week this past week and uh, he's getting ready to go home, but we probably fished yep. a lot. We did. We fished we did. a lot. We fished a lot, a lot. And it yeah. was, it was awesome. And we'll, uh, we'll kind of recap Florida and the fishing and how it's different here and how you should approach it if you ever get a chance to come down here and uh, how you can catch some fish. Yeah. Come down here and catch these little Florida ditch pickles. That's what I like to call them. Yep, Florida ditch pickles, man. That's right. They, they're there's some big ditch pickles too. Big well, ones. I mean, just to recap on the tournament today on the Harris chain. Uh, how about that big old bag right there? That dude's got a full. He needed two bags to get them fish up there. Thirty-one pounds, six 31. ounces. It's a big, big old bag of fish, dude. Dude, that is. <laughs> gosh dirty that's yeah dirty that's the dirty 30 that's nasty nasty i haven't run into that yet no like you know and it's you know but like we were just saying we're looking at those standings and outside of the 31 pounds there really was nothing else crazy uh over the top 16 pounds gets you in the top 10 so don't if you're gonna come to florida yes there are giant bass here but it's not all whack them every day all the no. time it's still got to work for them right. got to be in the right place at the right time and got to get them in the boat i mean the big thing is too you know you got to realize a lot of these big tournaments that come down here you know they specifically come down here close to the spawn because they know those big fish that roam a lot offshore you know or on shell beds and stuff out there they get up shallow and they get a lot easier to target right exactly so you know that's kind of part of it i mean don't expect that you're gonna come down here and catch 30 pounds but with that being said yes it is you know middle of march here and it's was 90 degrees today so that's nice exactly (laughs) so yeah one thing you know common thread if you're gonna come down to florida and when i got here you know it's it's vegetation right grass 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 everywhere yeah on lots of these lakes um different types of grasses too and a lot of times all mixed together we got talking about lily pads we're talking about hydrilla we're talking about uh pepper grass um kissimmee grass cattails i mean it's just like there's a don't even know them all i know i mean it's there's a ton of different stuff and i i think that you know learning the nuances and all that man just it's gonna take some time i haven't been down here much you know this is really the second time i fished down in florida i think so um i still got a lot to learn down here that's dang sure but man it's just it's cool getting out here i mean it is kind of like a i mean a lot of these lakes no on the surface do they look identical to michigan lakes no obviously there's palm trees and there's old man's beard hanging from all the trees and there's (laughs) you know giant pelicans and like gators yeah it's not michigan but outside of that you know in the lake itself 
And they're kind of like Michigan fish in they a are, way. You they know? are very similar, especially um, especially when I first got here in January where they were kind of in that winter mode. Um, reminded me a lot of home and Michigan on how these fish set up in the winter, and I was able to do things that like people usually don't really do down here uh, yeah. to catch good fish and put them in the boat. And I'm, right. you know, I'm talking about wintertime, early spring Michigan tactics. Yeah. Um, a lot of times with smaller baits than guys think that they need to be throwing for big fish, and I was catching some good ones. Yeah. You know, we're talking little ball head swim baits, jerk baits, yeah. um, a rigs, all that kind of stuff. You know, when these fish get into these deeper holes in the winter, um, and down here, you know, we're not talking about ice on the water or anything, but we're talking about water in the upper 50s, mid 50s, in the the peak of winter. Um, you know, they'll move into the deeper holes, and so will the bait, and the bait will group up. Yeah. And and so you can catch a lot of fish doing that before they start hitting hitting to the banks yeah. and getting into that vegetation. And then you got to really slow down, pick stuff apart and uh key in on what type of vegetation these fish are, are are in you know one day they'll be in the lily pads the next day they'll be in the Kissimmee grass and you need to flip um man that just and that that what you just said right there that's like the whole topic we've been talking about this whole time mm-hmm. since we've been down here it's like these fish they move it seems like so much and maybe i'm just so far removed from it that i have no idea but from what i have seen and from what it feels like you've seen and and i mean these fish move like crazy i mean they are yep. like they are so quick to, to transition. react to transition to like high sun it's warm today tomorrow's a cold front and like they will be in and out of an area or a certain type of cover so quick half a day yep. literally yep. yeah it's and, and maybe that's like you said, I, I I've noticed it other places, but not on this speed. No, not on this not level. Not this extreme. It's it's not like at home at Michigan where you can go. Well, I should still get bites here in this area because yeah. it holds fish. You know, right. it's a good area. These fish are like, that's a good area, but I ain't, I ain't but, going. but they're not there. <laughs> they're out. they're not there. Like there is no couple of fish or that I'm gonna catch here. Yeah, they for the most part, the majority move. And get on specific things in relation to weather, uh, water temperature, sunshine, much more so than it, than anywhere I've been so far. Yeah. And I know smallmouth can move on a dime. Yeah, but they man, can. These, these largemouth remind me of smallmouth. You know, and I think, don't get me wrong, smallmouth move a lot too, but smallmouth are sometimes naturally roamers, or largemouth are not naturally roamers. So for smallmouth to move i think that's kind of in their nature and it's just like they're always kind of moving you know you always have to stay on top of them but a lot of times largemouth it's like you know when you find a good school like if it's summertime and you're like oh man they're on that ledge like they ain't leaving that ledge and they're not really swimming around a ton unless no, they're eating they're staying there they're, they're, they're so sitting like, there they're right they're you know conserving energy yeah. and then letting the fish come to them but if, like if they're in a grass mat or a grass bed or something in michigan like they're gonna be there for a little bit they don't just right. like up and vanish you know yep. so yeah, that's just that's been a crazy. That's kind of been a definite so learning curve just down to here. Kinda, just to kind of maybe detail what we're talking about. I mean, I've been down here for three months and seen a lot of this transition happen. But really, in the last week and a half, it's been super pronounced. Right around, you know, we've got a lot of fish that have spawned. We've got some that haven't. Um, but to put it in perspective, a week ago, I was on a certain lake running around catching fish off beds, catching fish on Cinco Shallow. Um, a pretty typical springtime pattern, but these fish were up on the bank, easy to catch, very easy to catch, hungry, 
eating. And I said, Nick, all right, yeah, let's go back out here. Let's do a lot of that same stuff. Let's look in the same areas. Very few spawners. Yeah. Very few fish up shallow. Very few straggling around guarding fry. And I mean, we're talking like three, four, five days. And the weather wasn't that inconsistent. I no. I thought, well, this bite should last a little while. Absolutely no. not. We had to move offshore to a grass line. Yeah. Completely different type of cover. Yep. Completely different type of fish. Completely different type of baits. Yeah. And drag worms on offshore grass line. And, and they were grouped up. And then we thought, okay, we're going to go back here two days later and smack them. Like, like, because <laughs> there were a ton we, of fish there. We, we found them. There's a ton of fish. We could see them on the live scope. We're getting bit. We got a ton of bites that day. Yeah. And we went out there and struggled for the first Dude, half of the day and, struggled. you know, tried to force them into biting and force the fish to be where we found them just two days ago, right? We couldn't find them. Yeah. We couldn't find them there. So we were like, well, crap, we got to adjust. And, uh, you know, these fish, it, a lot of them are out actually roaming on shad now over grass beds. We could see them blowing up uh tough to catch though mm-hmm. and then uh you know we fished around and turns out these a lot of these fish were in these uh Kissimmee grass beds along the bank and hay yep. grass yep. and we started throwing cinco's around there and flipping those and flipping some docks again and boom getting bites getting bites but man it was like just how fast they moved from one yeah. area to the other was yeah well, it's it, crazy it, it was crazy uh, no i mean and you know that was uh you know one of the other lakes that we fished um you know we we went out there and it was like man okay you know we'll start up shallow and look around and like couldn't find any couldn't find any and then it's like you know like Caleb said these fish spawned like not even a week ago on a lot of these lakes like oh there were some fish let's take that back there were still fish spawning like a week Mm -hmm. ago I mean the majority did it in February but um you know I mean I wouldn't have thought that my first thought wouldn't have been like, okay, let's go look out in like 16 foot on shell beds. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, after looking back on it, like, yeah, it makes sense because, you know, I just don't know Florida enough. Like this time of year, like those, some of those bigger females and whatnot, like they're done spawning, they're moving back out, they're going to feed up. Right. So yep. it makes sense. But like the rate that they got from up there on the bank, like normally in Michigan, like they spawn. Well, guess what? Those fish are going to be there the rest of the dang year. Right, they're going to hang around up, the docks. Yeah. They're going to guard fry. They're going to they're up shallow. There's they're other there for fish a while. up shallow spawning like uh, bluegill, you know. But yeah, the, these Florida fish for whatever reason, uh, at least the ones the ones we were after were moving. Yeah, they were moving. And I, you know, I told Nick this one offshore spot he was just talking about that we ended up catching them off of. Um, you know, a big flat with a couple shell beds on it and about. 12 to 16 foot of water i mean i had checked that place like almost every time i've been to this lake because i knew like they do like to get there yep. and, and eventually but like seriously i was out there less than a week ago and there was nothing i mean yeah. very very little activity and we went out there that day and i said wow like we're marking fish they're like everywhere. they're they're here yeah. they got here and we ended up i think we caught like what almost 40 off of that area and yeah about 18 pounds which is pretty solid for that little lake so um, you know, 17, 18 pounds, but just goes to show you wherever you're at, don't get so stubborn to think, oh, they were here. They were doing this yeah. because they swim, they swim and they move. And especially here in Florida, they're moving. Dude, I, I'm pretty sure, and I'm, I might be wrong in this, but I think fish are like constantly swimming from what I've heard. It might be. Wow. I think they just swim. They just, wow. They're, yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Man. Never would have thought. But, no, Florida's a lot of fun, guys. If you get a chance to come down here, I mean, obviously, you can go 
you can flip the vegetation, punching it, ounce and a half weight. I caught a lot of fish doing that. Um, 65 pound braid, big flipping rod, always fun. Um, you know, when they really get to spawning, you gotta, you can look around the lily pad beds. They'll spawn at the base of those. They'll fan out the roots and make beds. So a little Cinco, eighth ounce weight, quarter ounce weight, flipped around, fish slow, fish it slow. You got, you got to fish slow. Um, that's how you, you can catch a lot of big ones down here doing that. And uh, the topwater bite's always pretty fun, too. That was uh, cool. When it comes yeah. to, like, a prop bait, uh, they eat it. Uh, you know, it's just a Florida thing. They're baby sharks, man. But they shark it. Oh, my gosh. It's a lot of fun. They annihilate that thing. It's it's awesome. That's a that's a fun bite. Dude, you know the other bite that I really, really do like, and I, I see why so many Florida guys are hooked on it, is that uh, that Big Easy. Oh, the Big Easy. Dude, is, that is a fun is bite. Unreal. For those of you who don't know, a Big Easy is just a, a swim bait. Um, and you can throw it on a EWG spring lock hook with those small little weight to keep it centered and just reeling it slow over pads, Kissimmee grass, around docks, and uh, just under the surface. And they will just absolutely Dude. come out of nowhere to eat this thing. Just it's, That just is a fun bite, man. It. Throw it on straight braid, 50-pound yep. braid, medium-heavy rod, and uh, you can cover a ton of water. And uh, it just, you know, looks like a shiner. Yeah. This looks like a shiner swimming through the grass, and uh, when they're looks like a little brim. When they're on it, they're on it. Brim, they got a lot of brim. A lot down of brim here. too. So, yeah, no, that's a sweet bite, man. I'm, uh, I definitely, I'm a fan of that. That was pretty sweet. Um, caught quite a few fish on that, but dude, it's just funny because it's like, like I get how many times this week where it's like we're flipping, and it's like, oh, yep, there's a bite, you know, and you just like. You're always like ready for a like a ten pounder to come out of that mat in the yep. grass, and you're like, you just load up, lock up on this thing, swing hard, and like like a twelve incher comes bottle rocketing just, out of this grass into the atmosphere. Crazy, you know. And it's like, oh, all right, well, he wasn't ten pounds. Sorry, no, buddy. No, you know that that's an interesting uh, thing about Florida. I've noticed too is, you know, you you won't kind of like we were talking about smallmouth on the last episode here you know, them ganging up in similar size. Mm-hmm. Down here in Florida, they don't always do that. I mean, they will, but yeah. a lot of times, especially this time of year in the spring, if you're catching small ones, most likely those are bucks, Yeah, which means this is a spawning area. And right. the females are probably not too far away. Yeah. So yeah. maybe you need to back off and fish some of the scattered grass around where you're catching the bucks, where the females are staging, or maybe you just need to slow down even more and go back through those areas right. and, uh, you know the the females will move in there where the bucks were that's a very good point absolutely true um you know and that's the thing is it's like you know you hear a lot of guys when they're bed fishing down here they're like oh you know there's the buck right there and the buck's like two pounds you know and it's like oh there's a female well she's eight you know it's like what so yeah i mean just because there's small bucks in here you don't think there's big ones around but Man, such such cool fish. They just they got a totally different body type. Giant heads on them. Huge. I mean, really cool markings. Yeah, dude. Some of them. So because some of these. Here's a funny thing too. Is like I think there's a big stipulation with Florida and like tannic water. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of tannic water. It's clear, but it's tannic. It's got that brown tint to it. You know. But there's a lot of lakes. You know, especially around this Orlando area that are like they're super clear. It like looks they like are gin Saint like Claire. ten foot visibility yep. clear. Yep. So it's cool seeing like some of the fish that come out of those lakes are like tiger striped. I mean, they are crazy looking, cool super looking. super cool, cool looking. But um, yep. 
no man it's been this has been a blast i'm uh i'm glad i got to, to come down here and fish a little bit get out of the get out of the cold and uh you know boatless right now so it was nice to get on the water so <laughs> yep. uh man yeah but definitely uh definitely have to be a yearly thing man i mean uh florida's florida's got some awesome fishing super cool area to be in and uh yep and it's a, you know like nick said there's always a possibility of a giant we didn't tie oh, yeah. into any giants this this week and um you know but that like you said it's no guarantee but you right. but you have the opportunity there's not many times in michigan where you're gonna go fish every day and think oh i could catch a 10 pounder today it's yeah. just it just actually it's very 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 rare but yeah. down here this time of year you legitimately have a chance to catch a, a seven to ten pounder uh, ever where, cast where my personal best came from was was down here you know i caught yep. that uh that seven pounder off a of bed um last year you just caught a seven not very long ago right no, caught yeah one that was it was a stud it was seven ish seven a little over seven on chatterbait um yep. that was fun i've seen some big ones that i couldn't get to bite you know yep. uh, swimming around up shallow but yeah, any flip, any cast could be a giant and could be uh, a gator for all you know. Could be a gator, could be a tilapia. Dude, that's tilapias. <laughs> could be a tilapia. Oh my gosh. For you guys that don't know about these tilapia down here, just imagine like the biggest bluegill you have ever seen in your life, right? And then multiply that by like five. Okay. It these things are like they've Tanks. gotta be like four, five, six pound tilapia. Yep. Or even bigger. I don't know. And they just look like this bluegill sunfish on steroids yep and they make these big crater beds oh my god dude and you would swear you'd be like dude that bed right there's got a gotta hold have a bass. giant gotta have bass. oh no tilapia dang tilapia tilapia gotcha get your again. corn get your corn ready man <laughs> i don't know how you catch them things i i know there's some guys on okeechobee that randomly will catch them flipping and i don't know if that's when they're in a bed or what but like they're kind of skittish so yep. i don't know yeah so i don't know florida's been fun um I guess I'll kind of recap it maybe with like my three biggest takeaways and I'll let you do your three biggest like keys you've noticed about Florida. Um, number one is like, like we were talking about those fish move They They move a lot, especially this time of year when the water's warming up and stuff's changing. So be prepared to move with the fish and try different things throughout the day until you start getting bites. And then usually once you do that, you know, it's just like any other lake, but don't be too stubborn going off of what you found two days ago even they will move they will do something different absolutely and number two um i i think just it's really cool down here the top water fishing um these fish are so keen to eating it on the paws um more so than anywhere else that i've been and and i'm talking about pauses that are pauses i'm not talking about working your bait slow or twitch twitch i'm saying so you're talking like pauses that are like pauses pauses (laughs) just like that just like that and a lot of times those bigger ones lead i vividly remember one of the first better fish i caught down here was on a toad runner in the Kissimmee grass on toho and um i was reeling this thing through there got some bites on the prop bait and i was like well i'm gonna cover some water on this with this uh this toad runner and was reeling it through there stopped and took off my sunglasses to clean them was cleaning my sunglasses and had a five pounder just blow the thing out of the water. I was like, surprised me, picked up my rod and hit him. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. That thing, I mean, it was sitting there five, six seconds. Easy, easy. So don't be afraid to pause your baits. And then, um, I don't know, probably 
probably the last thing is just to pay attention to the vegetation year round and where you're getting bites because um, there's so much vegetation in a lot of places you'll get overwhelmed but realize that you're you're looking it's not all the same right some of it has different bottom some of it has uh, you know a different mixture of grass or sometimes they'll just be keyed in on a certain grass like and once you dial into that you can roll into an area and know exactly where you need to be making your cast and it's not so overwhelming so absolutely well i would have to say um you know a couple couple key things i think for florida fishing um sunshine is good you know these fish down here are very keen to sunshine like they do not like when it gets cloudy and windy or nasty like rain like they just shut down man they're temperamental they love sun so sunshine is good when you get high sunny days um those can be some of your best days in the water um depth you know here in florida you got to realize a lot of these lakes aren't that deep right so depth change you know these fish could be relating to a half a foot or a foot depth change. You know, if you're, if there's a little tiny gut that runs through a, a grass area, you know, say there's a giant grass flat and you find one little gut that's, you know, 50 yards long by 10 yards wide and it's a half a foot difference. Well, guess what? They, they're they probably going to set up in that gut. Like they just, those little tiny depth changes seem to, to hold a lot of fish. Um, so keep an eye on that. Sunshine. Depth change is not as extreme as, as you would think it would be. And then, um, gosh, I don't know. I don't know what my uh, my last takeaway would be. Um, you know, it would probably be, uh, it would probably be don't don't be afraid to uh, to look offshore. You know, I think, yeah. I think a lot of guys yeah. get, get stuck going, oh, Florida fish, and I'm going to go punch it. I'm going to go beat the bank and flip a bunch of cool vegetation, which, don't get me wrong, that works certain times of the year. You can catch big ones, but... You know, there's a lot, a lot of good offshore fishing in Florida. Yep. A lot. I think more than people realize. So um, definitely don't sleep on it. You don't know? sleep on it. Them shell beds, grass, grass, grass beds, beds, you know, shell they can beds. be. Yep. They've got out. some biggins. Yeah. They've got some biggins. And a lot. That's the thing is like. They'll school up. Dude, oh my gosh. Like we were seeing some of these schoolers. There are hundreds of fish out yep. there, dude. Yep. We would be like, oh, there's 15 right there just blowing up shad. Yep. So, oh, get, you know what? That reminds me. I guess one other little takeaway: birds. Oh yeah, watch the birds, dude. Watch the birds, especially late, like not around the the spawn, but like you know, like now, like March and in April and probably the rest of the year. Probably just, just if if you see birds diving or seagulls grouping up, get there, bait, go there, and the bass are probably pushing them to the surface. Put to it to them. the floor and and go. And get on them. <laughs> get on them. So yeah. that's Florida, guys. I mean, I. I don't really know what else to say. It's been a blast. Caught a lot of fish. Learning a ton. Learning a lot. Yep. And uh, if you get a chance to come down here, do it. Uh, or call Nick and I. And I, like you said, we might have to make this a yearly thing. That's so, right. You know, if you want to, if you want to come down and do some fishing, let us know. Absolutely. And, uh, we'll point you in the right direction or, or get on the water with you. That's right. Right on. Thanks, Luke, for the question. Absolutely. And, uh, like I said, if you guys got any other things we want to talk about want to hear us talk about go on instagram send us a dm and we'll uh we'll make these little snippets oh yeah yeah we'll keep it interesting keep some cool stuff so let us know guys we're uh we're loving these podcasts so keep the ideas rolling keep it rolling roll on roll time